0: The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: In the Western world, we have the highest divorce rates of any country. 60% 60% of men and 50% of women are sleeping with someone other than their spouse. What does this mean? Welcome to Contract for Love with your host, Lori J. You'll learn to look at marriage a whole different way, or even not at all. Now, here is Lori J.
2: Good afternoon, Lori J. here for Contract for Love. Loving what I do here at Voice of America. Now, don't forget, you need to check out my book, Don't Get Married, Get a Five-Year Contract, at Amazon.com. Uh, as you know, I have been in the psychic realm for over 25 years, and I love doing that work too. If you need a private reading or if you want a phone reading, you can reach me at Lori J, L O R I J A E, at com. Okay, I have such an interesting guest today, I'm not going to waste another moment. I have George E. from GE Investigations. He is a private detective. He has he work here in Phoenix, also in California, has an office. And he's got some very interesting experiences to share with us. And I've brought George here because we have to see the gritty side of marriage. One of the reasons that uh, there are so many um, divorces and things out there is because of people, um Doing and following what they, you know, what they have the cravings for, what they desire in life that aren't happening at home, so to speak. So what I did is I contacted George and I said, come on, tell me the gritty side of marriage why people are calling you. They're calling you to go and find um, a partner or a husband or a wife. And so George said, I've got plenty of stories for you. And that's really great. George, welcome to my show.
3: Hey, Lori, thank you for having me on.
2: Oh, doesn't he have a great voice? Is that not the voice of a, of a detective? <laughs> it certainly is. Thank you, George. Um, we want to uh, explore uh, the things that, Okay, I'm married, and I want to go and find out. I feel my husband's either uh you know going out with somebody else or stuffing money somewhere in an account, and we're ready I'm ready to file divorce papers anyway, and I want you to catch him what do i what do we do, and how do you go about that?
3: Well, it's funny most of the time when uh, when people contact me, whether it's a woman or a male um, it's usually. Uh, well it's kind of funny uh, let me put it this way when women call 90% of the time they're, they're on the money that something's going on they may not be right about the particulars mm-hmm. but the idea that something is happening is there men are stupid animals <laughs> they, they really are because most of the time they think everything's cool they're like oh yeah you know I mean I give it to her every now and then and, and we're good and she disagrees, uh, or vice versa. And then, of course, nowadays you have a lot of the, the same-sex uh, relationships, and they have the exact same problems.
2: Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter whether you're gay or heterosexual at all. It's just, let's find, with somebody calling you because they need to find out what their partner is doing. Exactly. Okay. A lot of times you have gone out on these uh, situations, of course, and... Uh, When you have knocked on some doors or have found some things that have been rather on a level that, most of us don't really realize goes on. Could you share some of that? Because I know people know that in private investigators, you're going to go out and you're going to find, or do you follow people? What What do you do when you do this?
3: Well, I mean, my agency, we, we specialize more in uh, criminal investigations of all forms. Uh, we specialize in mm-hmm. finding people who don't want to be found, that kind of thing. And we use that expertise to assist people in the, in the more... Um, uh, domicile or more family-related situations or domestic situations uh, with that expertise. And the reason is is that people will come to you and say, look, I know something's going on. Sometimes they come in and they tell you, I know everything. Yeah. And then you find that they're pretty close, but it's not exactly. I've had a woman come in one time and she's like, I, I know my husband's having an affair. I think it's this woman in the office. Which is very common nowadays. All right. And then you go check it out and it turns out, well, there is an affair in the office, but it isn't the wife or it isn't the the (laughs) woman she thought. It turns out to be some guy in the office. Okay. And you have what I call the 51st century mentality, Mm -hmm. you know, where it all goes. But essentially it comes down to the same thing. Anybody who's a cheater Mm -hmm. is going to be a cheater. Mm -hmm. And it's always, always comes down to narcissism. It's always a selfishness. It's what they want, nothing else. And half their time, their attitude is that I'm not doing anything wrong. It doesn't affect her or it doesn't affect him, but then the other person disagrees. And basically, it goes up to your book. Mm -hmm. If that's what it's about, then why did you bother getting married? Why did not you just have sex?
2: Yeah, exactly. And so there's, uh, you know, when we're talking about these kinds of things, we're we're, uh, talking from a point of view as this is... What life is truly about, and we need wake up calls, and that's what I've been trying to, you know, talk about mainly on the show are the wake up calls that we're human beings, and human beings, you know, go through different stages in their life, different things. We change after a certain amount of time, sex gets boring if you don't know how to keep it going or you don't talk about it. Things collapse, so when that happens, though, a lot of people uh, don't know how to handle getting together and working it out. Whether you're married or contracted, it doesn't matter. Things like this can happen, which you and I discussed a little bit about before the show. However, what I'm I'm really interested in is number one, both of us, when you know, even on in when I wrote my book, I was looking at 60 percent of people and 50%, uh, f- uh, 60% of men, 50% women.
3: That's way um, rock.
2: Yes, way wrong. And, and I knew that when I wrote it because I said, you know, I know that. I swear it's got to be like 98% of the population because there's a lot of people out there with
3: other people all the time. Well, the truth is you have more women cheating today than men.
2: Oh, really? Oh, my
3: gosh. I didn't. It, well, that's it's, it's a great their way, one. It, they have the attitude that it's their time to get back. And that's why you have now commercials for Cougar's Life and you have all all these different things going on. Women have gotten worse than men ever were, but only because the stigma of men is that if they were to do something, everybody looks at them and there's always an opinion. If a woman does something, either nobody wants to believe it or they just see it like, well, he must have done something to deserve this.
2: Well, that's interesting because most of the time when women have been looked at or, you know, talking about women – Having Are we going affairs, with the yeah, the Scarlet okay. Letter thing. You know, women were always called, "Oh well, you know, she's there's something, you know, what's wrong with her? Why is she doing that?" And blah blah blah, you know. And but she that's the same the,
3: woman everybody wants.
2: Exactly, exactly. You know, and I talk about that in my book too. You know, if um, you got to know what your man wants, and if you're not providing it, then if he's walking out the door, hey, you know. But what if <laughs> what, what you if you're expect? the perfect spouse? What if it, it doesn't matter? Sometimes, no, sometimes, it sometimes. It, well, that's what I'm saying: is that people change, things go on, and you have to have constant dialogue.
3: I'm going to disagree with the change, not necessarily the context of what you're saying. Sure. But what if the person was always that way, the male or the female? It doesn't matter who it is. What if they were always that way, and you just never saw it?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I got it. You could only I put that, that. You could only put that mm-hmm. facade
3: up for so long before you eventually will see. So this is who he really was?
2: Yeah, because we, so many of us, as a matter of fact, when Kelly was, Kelly and, and, you know, George knows Kelly, my friend Kelly. And when Kelly and I were on the show, we were talking about that. Sometimes, you know, when you're with somebody, you put the blinders on. Always put the blinders, you know, we take, take the blinders off and look at the person for who they truly are and stop... The, looking at, you know, what you feel they could be someday. That there's all these expectations and that because, you know, they can't live up to them anyway. And so, absolutely. And the thing is, is that, you know, I go all the way back in my my feelings of the whole thing. Human nature is human nature. And I feel that what male and females are not meant to be monogamous. That's my take on things. i I've always felt that there was something that was too limiting, too um, boundaried about the fact that we feel that we would only want to be with one person for the rest of our lives. Now, I know you're married and you're happily married, and I understand that. And I've had a lot of people, most of my guests here have been married. However, if you're still married and you're content or happy, you're doing something that's really okay, that's really right for you, Okay. But and it doesn't mean though that you don't want to go out and screw somebody. I'm sorry. You does, what you've done though, this is what you've done. You've chosen not to do that. Exactly. And that's what I preach. You are together every moment by choice, not because somebody said you have to be the law you know the state or the church you choose to be together every moment of every day and that's when it, that's when you know, if you want to call it going right whatever <laughs> i don't know
3: you know, there was a television show called uh, Married with Children, which I always thought uh, was, yeah, was yeah. very funny. Yeah, it was. And there was. And there was a time one time where Al was at the, at a strip club, and mm-hmm. he sees this one blonde dancer, and he thinks she's gorgeous, and he runs back, and he grabs Peg, and he goes running up the <laughs> stairs and says, just put this on, and he gives her the blonde <laughs> wig. Now, I mean, the idea yeah, of that obviously that. is wrong because, I mean, it's insensitive <laughs> to, to the other. But on the other hand, if he's willing to come home,
2: and yes, and, Or she's
3: willing to come home and be with that person. Yeah. Uh, that beats the hell out of a cheater.
2: Absolutely. And I agree with you tremendously on that because that's something that I, I've also talked about too is that, you know, when there's something, you know, it doesn't matter if you've said to somebody, okay, I'm, you know, like in my book, let's say five years, okay, if you're saying maybe even for six months, I'm going to be totally monogamous for six months, and you tell the other person this is the way it's going to be, okay, I'm going to be monogamous, you stick to that. Because if you don't, then that's dishonest. That's true. And you need to be honest with one another. If you cannot uh, work within your relationship, then something needs, you know, and you have to go out to find somebody else, then... You're being dishonest. I know a lot of women and men who think that it's okay to stop as soon as you're married, doing whatever it is you really were attracted to in the first place. And so then, I mean, I've talked to many, I mean, I've had a lot of guidance that I've had to give people over time, which is wonderful. And I've had women sit there and say, well, I'm going to stop, you know, giving him oral sex once we're married. That's it. And I go... Do you understand what you're saying? And, and the same thing with men. Well, you know, she can't, I'm not going to let her go and do this anymore. She's not going to go out with the girls anymore, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hey, are we listening to what we're saying? So that's what I'm talking about. So, okay, we're married. Let's get into some of this other stuff. We're married, and you're a private detective. And I'm going, okay, I'm calling you up because I feel this guy's really, you know, gone off his rocker, okay? And I want to find out who's he seeing and why is he, you know, not why because I, you know, that's not. They always want to know why. They do want to know then why. But more importantly, they
3: want to see pictures Okay, and you're like, well, do I need to poke you in the eye?
2: Yeah,
0: and
3: I'll actually say this to them: I'm telling them, do I need to poke you in the eye with my finger for you to know it's going to hurt? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no. So then, why do you need to? F- why do you need pictures? I- I've got to know.
2: Okay, you've got to say you have the feeling that you just have to see the proof. Right. Okay. They
3: they want to see it all. They want to see it all.
2: And <laughs> when they see the proof.
3: <laughs> well, then it's always tears. It, it's always tears. Very That's rarely, so although I have had it, I, I'd say nine out of ten times it's tears, but then you get that one person who's just relieved that they will write. Right. They take the pictures, they show it to their friends, they show it to the see, I told you. Oh. Because my. nobody wants to believe it. Yeah. That woman or that guy was so loved by everybody. They had put this this exactly. Bundy mentality over everybody by Ted Bundy that, that they were this this person they really weren't. Yes. There was a Chandler cop that I busted who was like one of the filthiest people you'd ever want to meet. But yet he was a deacon, he was this and he was that. He was bullshit.
2: Yeah. Oh huh, yeah. It's human it's human beings. We forget we're human beings and human beings are not perfect. We weren't meant to be perfect. And that's what makes us so interesting. Because you know
3: The flaws bring in that uh, yeah, that, that, yeah. that thing that attracts you and then yeah. that thing that attracted you is the same thing that's gonna break you up later on.
2: That's very oh that's a great wow. Unless you learn to
3: manage it. Yeah. You have to choose not to be a scumbag.
2: I like that. So, and so you, it's really following right along, right along with us. Choice. It's always about choice, isn't it?
3: Yeah. You, you know, I tell people, and, and the stuff I'm telling you is not mm-hmm. just for the radio. I mean, this is exactly what I tell clients. I've had clients tell me I'm an asshole, mm-hmm. but yet I give them what they want. Sure. You know, they just don't like the fact that I don't sugarcoat it. And basically it comes down to this. Just because you can does not mean you should.
2: Ah yes. Okay. Exactly. And Sometimes that's what so it goes like back f- to choice, doesn't Look, it? Look, let's yeah. say it,
3: let's say it's a flower. You're okay. dry, you're walking down the street, you sit at the park and you see a beautiful flower. You've gotta take it home. What happens when you cut it and take it home? It dies. That's it. Absolutely. Sometimes you just gotta leave it alone. Yes. Leave it alone. Enjoy it for what it is. Yeah.
2: You know? Yeah. Have, um when there have been some serious situations with people like that, especially, and and I'd like to get back to that a little bit about, you know, when somebody is very famous or somebody has a huge reputation in the community and you have to really do this about, you know, finding them. or Well, not just finding them, but, you know, you've been hired to find out whatever it is you need to find out about them. Uh, Do you, how many... uh, how do I want to put this? How, well, what's it take to do that? Because don't a lot of people lie for them?
3: Well, basically, let's say let's say somebody comes to me, a man or a woman, and say, "Hey, look, I think my significant other is doing something." Mm-hmm. Basically, you ask them a bunch of questions, and mm-hmm. then you find the mistakes that they've made. And this is the one thing I'm going to tell everybody right now: if you suspect a problem, shut up. Don't say anything to the person, because if you ask a question, nobody uh, out of out of just human self-being mm-hmm. nobody ever wants to admit they're wrong they're no, the dirty word of the of the day uh, or of the decade is responsibility mm-hmm. nobody's going to say oh yeah I did that I'm sorry they're mm-hmm. going to try and say I don't know what you're talking about and what yeah. did you just do you alerted them which makes wow. everything more expensive because now it's going to take more time if you just be quiet don't say anything and, and, call call somebody, and call
2: you and <laughs> call you. Call up G investigations. Yeah, I call mean, G you know, investigations. We'll yeah.
3: go ahead and we'll set up on them and we'll go ahead and find out what it is. Ninety percent of the time, it doesn't matter if it's male or female, ninety mm-hmm. percent of the time something is going on. Nowadays, a lot of it is internet related because ah, they have that, yeah. that ability through Ashley Madison or through, you know, uh, whatever these dating sites are nowadays. Mm-hmm. That one, for whatever reason, is always popping up. Cougar's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's nuts. Everything mm-hmm. nowadays is so narcissistic, so selfish. Why would you even want to get married? If the candy store is there, why are you putting yourself on a diet? <laughs> that's
2: excellent point like candy. (laughs) Yeah, I actually I I'm very much uh, for being single for as long as you possibly can be even in partnerships that I recommend. But if you do get into partnerships, I've got it all in my book of how to get get in a partnership and hopefully make it a little bit easier on yourself. And so some some really interesting things are coming up. So I think it's time to take a breath. And a sip of tea and honey, and we will be back to talk to George about more of his marvelous experiences.
0: Be visionary. This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel.
1: Visit LoriJ.com to find out more about Lori J and her services as a psychic, intuitive reader, and past lives channel. Be sure to pick up Lori J's book, "Don't Get Married, Get a Five-Year Contract," available on Amazon.com. With cheating and the divorce rate so high, why not look at commitment and marriage from a different point of view? You'll view relationships in a whole new light, one that you've probably never thought of before. Don't get married, get a five-year contract. Find out more at LoriJ.com.
0: Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension
1: listening to Contract for Love. To reach Lori J. or her guest, please call toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Lori J. at Lori J. Now, back to Contract for Love. Good afternoon,
2: Lori J. here, and I've got George E. from GE Investigations in both Phoenix and and California. And so if you need a great private eye, people, go to GE Investigations. This is one heck of an interesting person, man. And also, I just want to add that George was also in the Marine Corps. For how long was that, George?
3: Oh, one tour, six years.
2: Okay. And so this is a very strong and very dedicated man. Um, okay, George, we've talked about a lot of the, the puffy stuff.
3: Get into the nitty, dirty, gritty parts. You know, clients come from all all, uh, walks of life. I mean, you have people with money, you have people without. Um, Some of the most poignant ones over time tend to be uh, celebrities or whether they be um, sports celebrities or whatever. I mean, nothing builds uh, greater... the ability to, to think you've done nothing wrong mm-hmm. than to be uh, a celebrity. I mean, you get all these people giving you stuff and you think you can get away with anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a woman one time uh, contact me from uh, Chandler, uh, who um, was married to a notable football personality. Okay. So she calls up, she goes, Listen. I mean, she's got two kids. I mean, she herself was a sports, uh, a sports person and gave it up to have a family. This individual was giving her the story that, you know, he's always in the gym and he's always doing this. And he had to move to California in order to, you know, manage uh, his career and this and that. So she comes to me finally and she says, listen, I-, I think he's full of crap. So I go out there and I sit on his place and... Uh, not only doesn't he go to the gym all day, every day, I mean, he's got some 23-year-old chippy living in his apartment that he's banging every two seconds. Ah. So he does, he has time for her, but not for his wife. And his wife was beautiful. Mm. I mean, it's not a question of, exactly. you know, uh, you know something had changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she was gorgeous. Beautiful kids, nice family. I mean, the works. I had a woman one time contact me from a baseball team. Same mm-hmm. thing. She's pregnant at home, and she has a problem with the husband. Something is going on, and even though he's injured, he's still traveling with the team. You know, So she says, listen, I, I, I'm on a limited budget because of the money he allows her. So I worked out a deal for her, and I went out there, and I, I sat at the uh, Ritz-Carlton, and I sat there and just waited. So the team goes over to the stadium. They finish the game. They come home because they bus them in, you know. and she calls me up. She goes, okay, I mean she's almost out of money. You know, and she calls up. She goes, uh, "All right, well, listen. I just spoke to him, and he's upstairs. He's gonna do a, he's gonna do a, a, a therapy in the hot tub, and then he's gonna go ahead and just maybe watch pay-per-view." Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. So you don't want me to follow him. She goes, Oh no, no, he's he's not he's, going anywhere. No. <laughs> I said, No, you don't understand. He just got into a Chrysler three hundred and he's leaving the hotel with two other players. You don't want me to follow him. She goes, Go get him. <laughs> so you follow him and then you know, yeah. at the time she goes over to Babe's Cabaret and they hit another okay, couple of clubs. Yeah. You know, they went over to Seven in Scottsdale, you know, and then yeah. they end up back at the hotel. You know, it's, it's, it's never, ever what you think, and it's always more than what you'd expect.
2: Yeah, and that's sometimes really harsh. And, you know, I'm glad you stated that about his wife being beautiful, because that doesn't seem to matter. You know? No, it doesn't. And, it's selfishness. Uh, it's, yes, it is. It's, you, have the, you have the ability, so you do.
3: City of Miami, police lieutenant. Okay. Driving home in his Mercedes. The wife has the money.
2: Okay Okay
3: But he's enjoying it He's driving home Gets busted For picking up A transvestite prostitute Okay And meanwhile The wife was very attractive And she's got money if nothing else is an aphrodisiac, money should be. Yes. Okay?
2: Yes. And but he, it's It wasn't not, enough. No. His
3: name ended up on a billboard with every other John who got busted.
2: Oh, my gosh. Is that what they did in Miami? Oh, yeah. It was great. Oh, wow. Put, you want to hit them? Hit them
3: with putting their name up there.
2: On <laughs> a the billboard. Get rid of
3: the facade and put out the real reality of what kind of scumbag these people are.
2: But, you know, that brings us to also a topic that, you know, you and I have discussed a little bit and I'd like to bring up. Now, you, you mentioned that. It reminded me me, how we're wasting money on prostitution when it comes to, you know, trying to enforce prostitution and that type of thing. And I know a guest and and myself, a few few of them, we've discussed this, how if people are, why do we care if people are having sex somewhere? I don't care. And actually, the thing is, is that some people who can't get sex in some way, this can be if they go and pay somebody they can get it. If we, um, more people I feel are in danger by not having this, be an awareness, being something that we can, uh, I don't want to say regulate, please. I don't like regulations or that kind of thing. But in some way, we need to be able to bring it out of the dark ages and say, why are we so afraid of people paying money to have sex?
3: This is where, regu- uh, and I agree with you that to some degree regulation is a dirty word, but the truth is that if we regulate it and we make it mainstream, it's more likely to be accepted and it yes. becomes a normal way of life. Look at Nevada. Okay, yes. Now, Clark County does not allow prostitution, but the rest of Nevada does. Mm-hmm. And the brothels out there make a lot of money. And the truth is it's a job. It's a job. Exactly. If, if these people were so bad. If we're going to ostracize these girls and these men who yes, work in these facilities, absolutely. then why do we search for them?
2: Exactly.
3: What What is
2: that about? I don't. Uh,
3: it's It's called being a condescending douche. <laughs> okay, you're going to sit there and say that what these people do is wrong.
2: Yeah. But yet yeah. you're
3: going to go seek it out.
2: You go seek it out. exactly, and <laughs> that's that's the thing is the kind of you know the. The kind of people that go, you know, I'm using that, you know, with quotes around the kind of people. Everybody has the ability to use this and most do.
3: I think the idea of, uh, of uh, prostitution in a sense of itself is wrong because prostitution is basically that. It's the selling of a person. Mm. But if we make it into a business, okay, where now all of a sudden this is a, uh, we'll call it a socialite. We'll call it uh, yes. we'll call it a companion. There we or, go. Or an escort. Yes. And we... we put a nice name feed.
2: and we put it yeah, absolutely
3: if a girl is an actress or a guy is an actor mm-hmm. and he goes out and he does movies and he's making out with everybody now if it's porn I mean they're actually penetrating and doing this and that why is that a job that we want their autograph <laughs> <I don't laughs> know. But yet, if, look
2: at the conferences, though. For exactly. porn, the porn conferences oh, are yeah, loaded yeah. with
3: people. That's true.
2: I mean, you know, they're just, and it's huge on TV. That's true. Um, and it's the not Playboy cheap. Channel comes out, and what's the first thing everybody's on? The first thing computers come out was the first thing they're looking for. Yeah. Come on, we've got to get into the program. We've got to get into where things really are and stop living in that kind of a fantasy that this does not exist.
3: And it does exist. Anybody who claims they're not interested in sex is either lying. Yeah. Okay, or they're completely. Uh, disassociated from the reality of what people do. Right. Now the thing is, again, just because you can doesn't mean you should. So exactly, th- we talked about that. Yeah. If you're married, listen, you made a choice to be monogamous. I don't want to hear about this and these yeah. these religious groups and all these these people who have multiple wives. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> if you want to have a wife, you have a wife. Mm-hmm. You can't have a dozen wives and call them all special. <laughs> I mean, what are you Louis the <laughs> Sixth? I mean, you you can't do that. If there's one person who's special and this is the person you've chosen, then that's the person. Or else don't sit there and put out this whole this whole story about how you're this, that, and the other when the truth is you found a selection that you want to keep to yourself. Mm-hmm. But yet if they shared themselves with somebody else, you'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, again, a little bit of – Well, bit of
2: absolutely, because there's polyamorous groups, which is different, you know, the polyamorous – of su- part of society, they believe in complete honesty, so like the woman could have either a, a another woman partner or a male partner, but it, you know, and the male can have the same thing. He could have right. a male partner and a female partner, but they all group together, but
3: they all know about but each but they other. all
2: know about each other the that's secret. the honesty in okay. that that's why I, I met my first show was on polyamory because I said this is so honest. You can't, you know, they do not they you do not get into that pod without everybody knowing about it. And if you if you try to hide something or hide somebody, boom, you're out of the pod. But most people don't
3: get involved in that. No, they don't. They want to hide the impression that they give off to their business partners well, and yeah, everybody else. That
2: we're just
3: I busted recently a uh, an executive from the healthcare, uh, one of the largest in the nation, Ooh. for having affair with one of the Other executives, they had set up at two different hotels. They had come in for a conference. They had done all this kind of stuff. It took me three days to figure out what they were up to because they were so convoluted in the way they did everything. But finally, I figured out what happened. The one hotel room wasn't being used. The woman was staying at the same hotel in the neighboring apartment. Uh I was able to videotape this guy's bag sitting on the chair with his name tag from the (laughs) hotel. He basically opened it, grabbed a few things, and went into her hotel room. Uh, okay. But she was registered under another name. name. So okay. that you see them come out one night. We videotaped this. They get into a cab. They ended up taking off, go down to Scottsdale, hang out, have a good time. On the way back, we ended up picking them up, coming in, but then lost them in the, in the traffic. By the time we got there, we couldn't prove anything. But after two more days of him coming out, making the turn, going into the pool and disappearing, I finally said, you know what? Screw this. I set up a camera from a high point watch there to see what's going on. Because you couldn't just walk up to them. It's a very small, limited area. So we set it up. And then I finally figured out what he was doing. He was coming in, going by the pool, going up the stairs, and then going over the railing.
2: Oh, my gosh. I love this. Oh, wow.
3: Then that night, we went ahead. and We set up. We watched them. We knew something was going to happen. You know, it was only two more days before they leave. They come back around, go out. They pretend and they did this whole dinner thing. This is a cover story. Uh Because both were married, actually. Okay. Uh, The woman was married and the guy was married. And then ultimately it came down to they go to the bar and then they go to the hot tub. And then, you know, the video ends with her going. (laughs) You know, as there being videotapes, so. oh wow, nobody gets away from me.
2: Nobody get well. That's why we say you're the best. Oh, I yeah. am. You are the best private eye around, and so this is. You know, these are the, these are so interesting because it just brings so much into what we've been talking about. Of you know, just honesty, and and a lot of it too. Don't you feel is, you know, when people are what we call cheating, or choo- let's say choosing to be with another person um, outside of marriage. What, it's the excitement. There's a lot of excitement involved in that, too. It's not just the attraction. I, I'm feeling, I feel that part of that attraction is the excitement of doing something that might be a little off.
3: You know, Or it, what
2: society considers off. I'm gonna, I don't.
3: I'm going to agree with what you said partially, but I'm going to disagree for, the, for most of it only because, again, it comes down to the choice that this is what they want. It's that, that narcissistic selfishness, which is what it really is. Now, with that said, I have an individual. That I was watching. He's also involved with ministry. It seems to be very common. Okay, <laughs> apparently ministers like to to uh, to do whatever they feel they need. I guess I guess they have God's approval.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
3: they sit there, and uh, for example, this one guy he tells this this girl who uh, who moves out here to be with him um, that you know um, he's going out to help a friend. Okay. He's got a guy who broke down, and he's got to go help him. Well, okay. what he's really doing is going over to Desert Ridge Mall to hang out with this girl that uh, he has a, a previous relationship with. And uh, they go and they eat at Dave and & Buster's. And they, they – I don't know if it's okay to name brand names or not.
2: I don't know. This I don't know. It's, this is okay. The, these sure. companies
3: do not endorse this. I'm just telling yeah, you what happened. Exactly. Okay. So they go over there and they hook up and they're having some drinks and they're, they're eating some snacks. And then they come out to the parking lot, you know, and I'm waiting cautiously by their vehicle. You know, and uh, I mean, it had to be 32 degrees outside. It was freezing cold. And I mean, this girl is wearing the short short and <laughs> she comes out there and she just opens up his pants and she pulls it out and starts filet showing <laughs> this guy right there in the parking lot, you know, between Dave and Buster's and Target. Oh, wow. I was so close. <laughs> I zoomed in so close. You could actually see the saliva on his shaft. Oh, my gosh. I mean this is And they the,
2: didn't even well you oh, they did did they know you were anywhere near? No. No, no. no. no and of course I mean, not. She's
3: she's getting he she he's getting texts every few minutes from her like, <laughs> Hey when you coming home, when you coming home? Then they get in the car and they go and they drive behind uh, actually the the holiday inn that was being built at the time. <laughs> Okay, and they go park over there for half an hour of, uh, of some more uh, continuing uh, exercises, you know, and then he drops her off like a piece of trash, and he runs back home and tells her, oh, yeah, I helped out my friend, and everything's cool.
2: Oh, wow. You know?
3: Then you show these people the pictures, and they're like, I, I can't believe this.
2: Even though they're seeing the proof Even right in front of their it. face.
3: It's like they, if, if – it, it, in this particular case, it was very important to videotape this individual in the parking lot next to this car mm-hmm. because he did not have the car two weeks prior Oh, in order okay. to show. This girl's only around for two weeks. All right. And he's already doing this other girl. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So, I mean, this is this is the commonality of it, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. The point it is, is. is if you want to be special, don't be common. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be common.
2: Don't be common.
3: And this is what these people do. Interesting. So, I mean, they get involved in all these kind of situations. And, uh, I mean, it's some of it is quite disgusting, the, the things that they do. So it's just a matter of, of figuring out whether or not you want to involve yourself. As far as I'm concerned, if you want to get married... Forget about the rest of it. It's like having a kid. Your life is over. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's not a that's bad a, thing. No, You, it just you have now started you, yeah. a new chapter. Yeah,
2: it's a new adventure, so to speak. It's, <laughs>
3: it's the lying that mm-hmm. makes it bad. Exactly. If if you weren't married and you tell your friends, "Oh man, I, I was with these two people yesterday," you know, you'd be like, "Oh wow, really? Cool." Yeah, exactly. But
2: exactly. But if, if you've
3: got a, if you've got a spouse. And you're going out of your way not to tell this person. Mm -hmm. You're coming up with stories. Mm -hmm. The idea that you're lying right there should tell you that you know it's wrong. And I don't want to hear this story about, well, you don't understand. There's nothing to understand. Did you explain to this person I'm not happy anymore? Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. no. Did you tell this person, listen, tonight I'm going to go out with somebody else? Or did you give them a cover story?
2: Yes. I mean, you're
3: not a spy. Exactly. Okay, What what do you need a covert operation for if you're going out with somebody and there's nothing wrong with it? The fact that you've come up with a story, the fact that you've created this entire lie, this string of scenarios, proves that you're nothing more than a selfish scumbag. Period.
2: Whether you're a man or a
3: woman. Whether you're a man or a woman.
2: Yes. And we want to make sure that with both of those oh, no. are, are and covered. And women are worse
3: because they're the mm. first ones to come up with the story that, oh, I'm, oh, perfect. I'll tell you this one after the break because <laughs> this one's going to take us a few minutes. Okay. Okay. And it yeah. involves Mexico, a beach. All right. And uh, multiple individuals.
2: Oh, my gosh. That is too exciting for words.
3: (laughs) So, I mean, there's all kinds of situations like this.
2: Absolutely. Well, don't you lose that thought. Okay. And because we certainly want to get into a lot of the things that are, are real human nature when it comes to where we are in the society, especially and where we are with marriage today. So I think if we possibly can. It's time to take a breath and a sip of tea and honey. And we will be back to talk to George about Mexico, the beach, and many, many individuals. Sounds like fun.
0: Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel.
1: Visit LoriJ.com to find out more about Lori J and her services as a psychic, intuitive reader, and past lives channel. Be sure to pick up Lori J's book, "Don't Get Married, Get a Five Year Contract," available on Amazon.com. With cheating and the divorce rates so high, why not look at commitment and marriage from a different point of view? You'll view relationships in a whole new light, one that you've probably never thought of before. Don't get married, get a five year contract. Find out more at lauriej.com.
0: Are you someone who strives to accelerate your spiritual growth, living authentically? Everyone wishes they had a pipeline to higher wisdom to help them understand their life and manifest a new point of view. Join Holly and Paul Marwood, who will serve as your guides on Soul Genesis. They will share inspired guidance from the High Council of Orion, which can turn your questions into answers and your problems into solutions. Tune in to Soul Genesis, live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The 7th Wave Channel, on the Voice America Network...
1: You are listening to Contract for Love. To reach Lori J. or her guest, please call toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Lori J. at Lori J. dot com. Now, back to Contract for Love. Hi, Lori J. here,
2: and I'm with... George E. from GE Investigations in both Phoenix and California, and George is one of the top private investigators, and his, his uh, business is one of the top in this country. So welcome, George, again, and tell us about all those wonderful things in Mexico that you left us wanting to hear.
3: You know, with this job, I get uh, I get people from all over the place. I mean, uh, especially California. California in itself, Los Angeles is uh, is such a metropolis. I mean, uh, I can only equate it to New York City. But um, you have individuals that contact you and say, "Listen, you know, we got something going on," and this takes us down that realm of separate vacations. Why a husband and wife would need to take separate vacations to me is asinine.
2: Absolutely, I I agree with you. You hate each other
3: that much, (laughs) you can't take a vacation together. So, nevertheless, the individual contacts me and says, listen, uh, my wife is going down to Mexico. She's going to Cabo with six of her friends. And uh, it's a girl's weekend. (laughs) Okay.
2: Okay. Girl's weekend to me
3: might as well be an air horn going off saying trouble. (laughs) Okay? Because seven women together is not going to be a good thing.
1: Mm. All right? Mm.
3: Sooner or later, one of them is going to be a troublemaker and the others are going to follow. Absolutely. So, I go down there. I, I set up at the same hotel. We get everything set up. I mean... They come in that night. The next morning, they're at the pool. Nothing wrong with that. No. So they're all hanging out. They're enjoying themselves. And they eyeball two guys sitting across from them. I'm just sitting there on top of the roof, okay, videotaping down. I mean, there's no getting away from me. So I'm sitting there. I'm watching them. And I mean, within an hour, they're already talking to these two dudes. So this is one black guy and this one white guy. Now, the black guy is kind of a bodybuilder type, that kind of thing. The white guy, I don't know why anybody would even want to look at him. But <laughs> I mean... You know, the truth is there's somebody for everybody out there, apparently. So uh, they're just hanging out. And I mean, all of a sudden, the target's wife, I mean, she starts talking to this black guy big time. Mm. And next thing you know, they're hanging out. Six hours later, they're still sitting there. Okay. And they're bullshitting and they're doing the little dancing in the water and all this other garbage. So they go back to their hotel rooms. So I document all of this and I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. Within 15, 20 minutes, they're outside and they're meeting up in the lobby area and they're getting into a cab and they're taking off. And they go to a place called Cabo Wabo, okay, which is just a a club. Okay. So I go in there and, I mean, I let them go in, get set up. Fifteen minutes later, I come walking in. I talk to the bouncer real quick. You know, I kind of let them know I'm there because, you know, the security people are very, very tight in most of these kind of clubs because there's always a problem. Sure. So you don't tell them what you're doing, but... You give them a heads up that who you are and they're like, oh, okay. They give each other the wink and you're okay. I go and I set up, I pulled out a camera, set it up on the table. I cover it with uh, some bottles and a beer, you know, and you do this whole thing. All right. Then you get this girl coming up and she starts dancing in front of you, you know, and I'm like, the camera's not on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because any, any possibility for get for attention, anything, people will be there. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're up on the catwalk. Because there's a catwalk you can go up and start dancing and you do your whole thing. And, I mean, my target and, and this black guy are over there and they're doing this whole uh, rubbing up against each other. I mean, I got 40 minutes of video up on there, which might as well, might as well have been dirty dancing. Yeah. All right? So they start giving the others the high work we're going to leave. So I had a rental car. I jump outside, jump into the rental car, and I just wait. I see them getting into a cab, start following the cab. The minute I see them heading towards the hotel that we were staying at, I circumvent the cab, get over there, jump out of the car, and I set up by the uh, pool area, which is the center court that leads to her room as well as to his room. And they go back to his room. So I go and I run around the other side by the seaside, and there's a crack in the uh, in the um, curtain by the patio door. And they come walking in. You know, next thing you know, she's on her knees. I mean, she's opening up his pants. She's pulling it out. I mean, she's going downtown on this thing. I mean, honestly, it might as well have been Crab Fest. I mean, you couldn't get enough. And they're just sitting there going at it, and this guy's on top of her doing the wave, and they're doing the whole thing. And, you know, you just videotape everything. I mean, the the stuff she was doing. Meanwhile, she also... Uh, coincidentally is involved with the church and, you know, she's doing this and that. But meanwhile, there she is doing all this stuff. Yeah. So yeah. then I've got the client texting me every 15 minutes. What's going on? What's going on? Uh-huh. And I'm not telling him what's going no. on. No. Cause if he calls her and he tells her what the hell what are, you you doing? are you
2: doing? No,
3: now I'm in a foreign yeah. country.
2: Oh, if wow. She yes. start, if she starts,
3: if she starts screaming rape or if she oh. starts screaming some other kind of game, you know, you gotta yeah. be careful. Wow. So we just tell them, listen, there's nothing I can tell you right now. Nothing's going on. You know, and you basically just keep them at ease because there's nothing we can do. We're, we're stuck there for four days. Mm. Okay. I mean, literally stuck. Tuck, yeah. I don't want to be there anymore. So yeah. we just keep documenting. The next day they go back to the hotel room. You're up on the roof videotaping them go into the room, doing this and that. And I mean, then she goes home and she tells her husband. Her husband tells her, listen, here's the picture. And she's like, uh, it's not what you think. He goes, really? What is it? <laughs> oh, it, it, it's a setup. What kind of setup? Well, how did you know I'm going to do something? What do you mean, how did I know? You're my wife. You're down there with six of your girlfriends. Yeah. I don't trust you. That's it.
2: And that comes in, too. You know? It? Yeah, that's a big Unfortunately, thing. Unfortunately,
3: this is the situation that you have to live with.
2: <clears throat> because that's it. You know, if you're, if you're already thinking, you know, and you're feeling that you don't trust your, your spouse or your partner. If you don't
3: trust the other person, you shouldn't you, be together.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
3: It's as simple as that. It
2: says that, and simple. we're not talking I agree about. With you.
3: Look, there's a healthy relationship. Uh, you and I are in a relationship, mm-hmm. and I really care about mm-hmm. you. Of course, you're going to think that somebody else would want them. Mm-hmm. Who would sit there and believe that I'm in a relationship with the one person in the world nobody else wants? <laughs> so, of course, you're going to be jealous, and that's healthy. Mm-hmm. Now, once you get to the point of of following people around, and once you're starting to, I mean, at that point, it's become unhealthy. Yes. And that's where your best bet is to hire somebody, document what's going on. If Mm. you go there, it could go sideways real easy. Next thing you know, you're being charged with stalking. Next thing you know, there's anything, any other number of things that could happen. God forbid you get involved in an altercation.
2: Oh, yeah. That's, no, and that's, and that's something I wanted to talk a little bit about, too, is because listening to you, this is a damn dangerous job. Oh, it's yeah. not just glamour. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of times in the past, a lot of um, private eyes were looked at as glamorous. Um, of course, my favorite—I'm sorry—was James Rockford. I mean, how fun was that? That is
3: the most realistic of all. Yeah. You will be, be well. You're going to get beat up. You're going to get hurt. You're going yeah. to get in some situation where you have to explain what's going on or come up with a, what we call a pretext mm-hmm. in order to get out of it. I mean, there's any number of things that go on.
2: Uh, but he, you know, that that was that was my fun. I love that, but when this is, I, I like I was saying though, this is, this can be something that's very dangerous for you. Along with, um, have you know something just came into my mind? Have you ever had, like you are following somebody? Okay, let's say you're following the man. No, like excuse me, you're following the woman. Okay. And the man starts to feel like like this one did, like maybe he wants to know more what's going on, and he tries to follow you or something like that i've that never is, I've is never anything had a, that ever happened?
3: No? I've never had a client follow me, but I have had situations where either clients uh well th- I've been doing this for thirty years, yeah, I mean yeah. there are so many situations, and no two are the same. Yeah. you will have the variables be the same, uh-huh. but how people react to it is differently, okay, so. I've never had a client follow me, but that's because I'm aware of whether or not I'm being tailed. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I never take a straight line anywhere. Yeah, You always have to circumvent it somehow. But I've had situations where once you've given them information, they then go and act on it on themselves. Or even worse, they've gotten involved. Wow. before they've ever contacted us. And they've there's been maybe an order of protection put into place. Now she's claiming that there's stalking going on or he's claiming that there's stalking going on. And they've made it now into a situation where we have to be that much more cautious. They have a right to know this information. They can't go anywhere near them. They can't use us as a stalking horse, which is another situation I've got to deal with where when a client contacts me, now I have to decide, is this person seeking viable information for an actual court case, or is he using information to somehow hurt this person?
0: Oh, wow. And then you have
3: the situation where they don't intend to divorce. They don't intend to separate from this person, but they want to target the other individual. This is the weird part. The other individual has no problem with you. First of all, you don't know what your spouse or what your Mm -hmm. significant other has told them.
2: Exactly. Okay. Okay? So if they
3: tell the other person, "I'm not in a relationship," why is the other person the bad guy?
2: Mm -hmm. Exactly. If they don't know about you,
3: how can they be the one who's doing it? The cheater is the problem. Yes. And he's a cheater because he or she is lying to you.
2: And I've told a lot of people that when your if your spouse or partner is going around telling people that they're not married, and they're because I've heard a lot of women will say, "Oh, well." It's her fault, and I'll say, wait a minute. <laughs> why is it her fault? You don't know what he told her. You, she could have been totally innocent in this. She's not out to get him. He went after her.
3: I had an, I had a situation one time where uh, when they were building the light rail, it involved the light rail system. Uh, when they were putting it in, this person was in, involved with the light rail, though, and that's why they were in town. The wife comes to me and tells me, listen, I I believe he's involved with somebody in the office. Okay. So you start watching this guy. And, I mean, he's not really doing anything other than his job. He does move around a lot. And uh, it was one of those situations. And um, what's funny is that he has a history of being a cheater. Matter of fact, his current wife, the client, uh, is actually... A former mistress okay. herself, where he yes. had cheated on his previous wife with her, married her. Now he's doing to her the same thing he's done before. Yes. And um, he ends up meeting with this girl. And, I mean, we followed this guy for two weeks. And basically, he was doing the same stuff all the time. But, again, office relationships are difficult because there's no reason that you don't have access to this person every day. Mm-hmm. So how do you differentiate the norm from the, from the abnormal? So in this particular case, they met at the stockyard. They went and they had themselves a a nice steak dinner. Mm -hmm. I personally had the butterfly shrimp. Delicious. (laughs) Okay.
2: Good recommendation. Thank you. Go back out to the
3: car. Now I know what's going on. I get all the tape that I need from them being romantic. Okay. Now it's not enough because, again, there's nothing wrong with touching somebody's Mm -hmm, hand. mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean it's not a condolence of some kind. But in this case, you could see it was more. You go out to the car and you just sit. He parked his truck. She had her car right next to him because I already know all this information from previous research, okay? And you get it ready and you just sit there and wait. Now, he promised his wife. He's never, ever, ever done anything with her in that truck. And it's true. He's done it in her Her car. Her (laughs) car. Okay? So he jumps into the car. that She's got tinted, so I can't really get very good view Mm. of what's going on. But because I zoom in on the tint, you can see the silhouette through the windshield where you see the heads all of a sudden disappear, or well, maybe they were just both replacing a fuse at the oh, same time. Oh, well, that could be. You know, because that yes. can happen in a small car. <laughs> yes. You know? And I mean, next <laughs> thing you know, he's getting out, fixing his pants, getting back into his truck, and then he leaves. Okay. That's it. She approached him, gave him the information, told him this and that, and he admitted, yes, I am having an affair with her. Okay. And that was it. That was it? I mean, you know, yeah. sometimes they come clean, and then you get the ones, they'll just lie. They'll look at you in the face, and they'll tell you, I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't me. <laughs> I did. Well, what are you talking about? I wasn't there, really. What's this video from? Well, uh, uh, well that doesn't mean anything. Actually, it does. It does mean a it lot. It proves you're a freaking liar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if I mean, if you're a liar, you're a liar. How do you disprove a negative? You can't.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But if you have proof, how do you disprove the positive? Yeah. By lying, that doesn't work.
2: No. And it, and another thing too, though, is if we. We're more relaxed about um, my whole concept is okay. If we have contracted partnerships, so to speak, um, then what you do is every five years you re up.
3: Okay. If you cheated, if you lied to there's a business a partner, yes, there's That's a so consequence. Good. But yet, if you cheat to the person you've promised, you spend the rest of your, your life,
2: life with. Okay. Yeah.
3: The state doesn't want to get involved, even though there's a law that says they should.
2: That the thing is, is that if you have a contract and you're saying, "Okay, I am," it's here. It is in black and white. I am going to be monogamous, and if not, these are the consequences. One, two, three, four, whatever. That's it. Okay, these are the consequences. I say, hit him in the when wallet. When you br- absolutely, when you bring that proof that this person with this contract blah 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 those consequences should be able to be reinf- to be enforced and that's what society that's this reason i want to get rid of marriage George is because it doesn't make any sense to me anymore. You would still be with your wife because you would choose to be with her. And that's what everybody says. The whole thing is choice. Mm-hmm. And so you would choose to be with her whether or not, you know, uh, and you would look, and what I do is I say, okay, at the end of the certain amount of time, you start the whole pre- the whole process of reevaluation. Maybe you just don't want to be with this person anymore and do- doggone it now, but in this contract, it tells you what you have to do to get from you know in the contract to out you see what i'm saying and so it starts to relieve a lot of things that this that we're talking about today it's not going to end it that's not what i'm saying it'll never end it because people are people but you have con. you see it here in black and white and like you said you're promising and that's how i feel too if you promise one thing You need to stand by it or you look at that spouse or that partner and you say, I cannot do that.
3: Well, see, that's the thing that people don't want to accept. A promise is a promise. Mm -hmm. And they figure that, oh, well, you know, I didn't mean it that way. Well, then you shouldn't say it. Then it's Mm -hmm. not a promise. Exactly. You know, my promise, love, for example, Mm -hmm. is a promise. Yes, And if you break it, then you didn't love this person, so why did you say it? Mm -hmm. If the state wants to make money, you want to pull out of this financial hardship, I say we start fining people for infidelity. You hire investigators, (laughs) bring them on as contractors, go ahead and prove all of this, take them to court, and make it a monetary situation. That's it. Same thing with prostitution. But
2: it would be it would be a harsh thing to have to think that we have to do that to get people to to be honest. The thing is, is that you know, and that's what I'm trying to get this book out for is to say to people, look, you have to understand that this dishonesty takes place, and you, if you don't have, because truth is truth for different people. That's true. Your truth is different than my truth. But if we we but we stated
3: in a contract. You got to follow it
2: exactly. Not yeah. You know, we know if we're being dishonest with one another. That's a totally different thing than truth. People mix those two up.
3: I agree, a hundred percent. So
2: well, you know. So a lot of this, I feel, you know, we can't. Not, it's not going to end the situations between men and women. It's going to be going on to as long as time exists. Well, not until
3: we become better people.
2: But hope. But hopefully, we can find through re- reevaluation and finding out, and sitting down and really being more communicative with one another, you know, hey, honey, you know, this isn't working for me anymore, and okay, maybe it's not, so let's figure out what, how we can reevaluate this and make it work, and if it doesn't, well, George, you got to come back, okay, because we haven't even gotten near the, this. (laughs) we haven't even cracked this iceberg. You ring, I'll be here. Oh, that's (laughs) wonderful. Good to hear. Okay. Thank you for being with me. I need
3: you to autograph your book for me, too.
2: I certainly will. You got it. I certainly will. Thank you. And so thank you to all my audience. I love you. And just remember, we are all the perfect, imperfect pieces of the perfect puzzle.
1: I love you. Come back next week. Thanks for tuning in to Contract for Love. Be sure to join Lori J. next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave channel. We'll talk more next week.